Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of uh, the Leftover Dough Podcast. We are the Bread Boys, Mufi, myself, and Harun Sultan, who's now back in Saudi Arabia. And uh, we've had a bit of a uh, quiet season this uh, <laughs> during this Ramadan, uh, mostly because one, besides being incredibly busy and obviously being a very slow news week for gaming in general, um, one of the things I wanted to bring around as well, because Harun got sick as well, Oh, and very, he's now, very sick. Not COVID. Not very, COVID he didn't get COVID. He already got COVID once when he was in Dubai. Yeah, this is a regular COVID. <laughs> it was just the regular COVID. It wasn't the serious COVID. <laughs> no, um, at the end of the day, he, uh, he's happy, healthy now and uh, back home. And uh, we're obviously recording this podcast. But there's been some bit of news. And uh, quite a lot that is happening in the world of gaming in the month of yeah, the, uh, Jose, April, May. The news just exploded, like, in the past few days. I yeah, mean, it was very cool. just in time for us to podcast about it. Exactly, wow. like, just like the new podcast. About it, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, we have, we have a bunch of new listeners already, especially from those in the streamers or our content um, commu- streaming community or the content creation community. Thank you very much for regularly listening to us. Yes, uh, thank you so again. much. Uh, it really is it's it's nice for like to see that you know even though we don't do this on a paid basis uh we do have the potential to grow and uh yeah we are all fun and games here but at the same time you know it's always nice to like wanting to at least you know make commentary about things like this and we keep doing this because we are passionate about the things that we do yep now, and we just don't have many things to do in our free time, really. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, like, at the end of the day, that's what we're all about. Now, coming to the main topics of uh, Note right now. So, first off, we're going to be talking about Valorant. Uh, I have actually a very cool story to share. Uh, we basically, um, streamers on the content had made a streaming team who entered the Sharaf DG um, <laughs> tournament. <laughs> in a professional capacity now keep in mind half of these people do not play Valorant on a professional level they play they do play well they don't play pro let me let me put that very clearly right now and to make things very more hilarious we everybody entered with the full intention of losing the game but they wanted to have a good time they wanted to have good laughs and uh, ultimately when their first game happened um they were rolled over by a bunch of 10th graders who oh, beat them uh, 13 to nothing. Uh, so, wow. uh, <laughs> yeah, 10th graders, they're, they're pretty rough. They're brutal. Uh, they're but brutal. at the end of the day, they were obviously, like, it was all fun and games. And the idea is that Valorant is not exactly a very easy game to pick up. If you played Counter-Strike before or Overwatch, you'd know what I'm talking about. But now. then how are these, these little kids playing so well? Because they're little kids, Mufi. They have nothing else to do besides learning, uh, yeah. studying and eating. And they basically have 1,500 hours on the game. Yeah. Now, why I'm bringing this up is because uh, one of the things I really wanted to bring up is that the Valorant community here, especially especially what Riot Games is doing, they're doing some amazing things uh, to foster it. And full credit to them. I mean, I'm, I've just recently started getting into Valorant and I don't really think it's my kind of game. I, I will be playing it casually. But... To their credit, they have created something that Counter-Strike has been trying to do for decades. Oh, you mean like create a game that's actually fun to play? Not just fun to play. I mean, I mean, it's like the balance changes, the, uh, uh, what do you say, the anti-hacking software with Vanguard. 
and um, other a lot of things as well. And the fact is that it, it, it's a it's a free to play game at the end of the day, and that's that's the whole point. Right? You don't need to pay for it, and you obviously they make that very good money through the skins. So uh, coming to that, actually, right? Uh, so the next chapter for that, like for them, uh, in as far as their game faces go, it, they're considered as acts. And uh, pretty sure that everyone who's listening to this was already aware of the things that I'm going to be talking about anyway. So the Valorant Masters tournament just took place in uh, Reykjavik uh, this Sunday. They revealed a new character, a new agent. Her name's Faith, and it's from Turkey. The agent. Uh, oh, they have cool. multiple. They have agents from multiple countries, and uh, Faith basically is a character that, uh, in Overwatch terms, would basically be like Sombra or like Reaper in the sense because. Uh, the whole point, like Sombra more closely because Sombra, I think Sombra everybody knows is a uh, it's like a hackity hack character, yeah. Yeah, recon character, so you can like basically see uh, people. Uh, sorry, Widowmaker, my my mistake. So it's a combination of the things, right? So Fade is basically going to be released next week to people to play and unlock, and uh, she has a bunch of new abilities. And I've spoken to a few of the Valorant players uh, who play this game on a regular basis, and they've all told me the same thing. She's probably going to get a nerf. At some point, I mean, yeah, a lot of new characters in games like this, yeah, they tend to come in like really not very well on, balanced. Yeah, so on spawn-based activities, uh, like not say activities, spawn-based games like this, like Counter Strike, and uh, it's like a it's like a round-based my mistake. Round mistake. Round-based is the word I should be using for. Uh, location and information is very important here, and one of the things is that uh, fade is. Uh, very very recon scouting character and i've seen the videos and i've seen her abilities and like one particular ability is she has the ability to send out nightmares uh they're basically nearsighted so they can't even like nightmares. see wow. they're called nightmares yeah and they can also immobilize enemies so you basically play around your team and like freeze people in their place and then the, uh, your teammates do the rest of the work uh, okay. that's that seems a little OP, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there will be some balance changes and stuff like yeah. that, but um, it's going to change the meta, is what I've been told. And uh, good on them, man. I mean, like, uh, unlike Halo Infinite, which movie and I had played and had such high hopes for, um, are you still playing Halo Infinite movie? Nope. Nope. Yeah, the servers were quite bad. And very <laughs> ironic because. This is a Microsoft company. They have Azure. They have one of the best Game Pass services. But they can't put servers for Halo Infinite for some reason. And the Battle Pass was very lacking. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, Halo did reveal their content plan for the they next did. six to eight months. And it seems fine if they deliver on it. Yeah, but the problem now is with this new cycle and stuff, there's always new games coming out. Yeah. And... It's so many, like right now, I have so many, like, I guess it's age as well. Like I have so many games installed right now, trying to finish off my backlog. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, the idea is that, you know, what game do you make? Do you make a battle pass game or do you make um, a very tight, very technically good game? Valorant to me is a Balance of combination of the two. Mm-hmm. 
Like, they've actually nailed it down. And, like, I know, like, I obviously make a lot of jokes about Valorant and all where everyone's playing this and it's basically Counterwatch and <laughs> being an amalgamation of Counter-Strike and Overwatch. But Riot have done something good here. And full credit, like, in the, in the very little time that I've spent in this game, it is actually not I have I had tons of fun playing it. Now, <laughs> speaking of Counterwatch... Speaking of games <laughs> that are... <laughs> Speaking of games that uh, are an amalgamation of things, Overwatch 2 has been released today. Um, well, on, I, it's like a, it's like a beta, beta, beta in this beta like format. Yeah, beta. I should be very clear about this. Uh, we were some of us were lucky enough to get a beta key thanks to the company, and some of and us were really lucky to have a key and not be able to use it because they're on a laptop right now, which can't run Overwatch oh, 2. Oh no, you got one too. <laughs> yeah, I got one, but I can't play the game. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, but, but you don't. Wait, hang on a second. Uh, no, I, I, I tried. It's not running on my laptop. It's so <laughs> basically, uh, bottom line being that I have played. I have played. So I got it this morning. Uh, today is the twenty seventh of April. I got it like at four o'clock in the morning, and I thought, okay, let me stream this game because I had nothing much to do today. And. Um, I've been streaming from 10 to, like, in between 10 to 4 with a break in between, and I can say that the game, the feeling that I first had when I first played Overwatch, when it first got revealed, Mufi, you remember that day, oh, we, yeah. were in, we were in a warehouse in oh, yeah. uh, a part of Dubai, and everyone was super excited, and it was like, that feeling came back again. I was not feeling dread that I normally feel when I pick, when I start playing Overwatch, because one, the games moved so quickly. It's a 5v5 format now. One tank, two DPS, two heals. Some of the DPS, sorry, one DPS character, Doomfist, has been reworked to a tank character. And uh, before the meta used to be that if you're very good at Doomfist, you can eliminate an entire team with ease. Now you need to work for that shit. Okay. So that is the, that is the thing. Like uh, it, He's a tank now, and tanks feel like tanks. They feel like... If someone comes to one, one solo you as a very good player, they can't because they because have huge health pools. Yeah, you're a tank. So How you're, you're, supposed you're, to be? you're not supposed to be able to solo uh, The only character that can take you on is another tank. So it's a one-on-one -on -one situation with another tank. So, so do you get like a large he Yeah. So Doomfist's health pool has increased from, I think, what, 300-something? Uh, like, I don't play a lot of Doomfist, so I don't know this. But I played him in as a tank. He got like 800 points of health. Wow. No so, way. Yeah, but his mobility is severely restricted now. Like he, he has to charge his punches. And the way he does that is he has to hold his hand up to form a shield. And the more mm. you shoot at him, the, the potent his punch is. So he's still powerful. But you need to have spatial awareness to do the risk. It's, like, it's high risk, high reward. Mm. Right? Okay. Now, there have been a few characters that have been reworked, which... I'm not going to go too much into detail, obviously, because neither of you play Overwatch as much, but very, very much in short, Mei doesn't freeze anyone anymore. Wait, wait, <laughs> so wasn't, that's... wasn't that her whole shtick? Is that... Yeah, only her, only her ultimate attack does it. Uh, so she can't freeze anyone. She can slow people down, but she can't freeze anybody. Oh. I think so, a lot of people okay. are going to be happy about that. Except, you know, yeah, but, main players. but get this. If you get shot with her ice pick even, like, twice, you're dead. That, oh. So, close range, she's still a very viable character. McCree can't stun anybody. It's a magnetic grenade now. So, what does that do? 
it's basically like traces her ult, more or less her ultimate attack where she throws a bomb. But oh. that's a secondary ability which deals about fifty points of damage. So you can like have if you're critically hit and you don't have any bullets, throw the grenade. It's magnetic, so it sticks to someone. Okay. Oh, it's a sticky it's bomb. It's a sticky bomb. Okay. It's a sticky bomb and it'll blow up and it has area effect damage. So if you have like multiple low health characters in between you can take out like two people off and that's basically like it's now it's a five stack right so you can take off like two people or two healers or whatever interesting um but, okay other other when, things yeah when, sorry when i played when i played overwatch my main was tracer right how tracer. much how much has she been tracer changed? has not fundamentally changed at all oh is the same her design has changed okay so here's the thing though like a lot of what overwatch 2's uh de- character designs have not been translated to the designs as in the character as in the models okay the portraits have changed but okay. the actual models in the beta are not there but there is one new character sojourn uh, who is a canadian uh, a, a canadian hero she's a cyborg and her ability has basically how do i put this she basically has like um the versatility of uh ash and and at the same time she can move as quick as genji oh. not not as fast but she can move at the same speed so you can actually do like a sliding kick and then you can jump off okay so you can slide and jump uh much like uh how do i put this like in like halo infinite okay only that when you're sliding you obviously have a grappling hook but in this one like when she slides you can jump up as well nice nice so oh yeah um dying light that's the mechanic i was trying to tell you about dying light you can slide and do a power jump that is one of her things her mobility is that mm-hmm. then she throws a static grenade that slows people down but at the same time deals a lot of damage as well and her main gun charges your secondary firing mode which is a rail gun okay so the main gun does no damage no it does but okay. at the same time say for example you are like charging up your gun to 100% energy like okay. zarya ah okay the which zarya has changed so i'm going to get back to that in a second so like zarya she char- charges the weapon you can fire off a volley like, like one shot that will if if it made contact with an enemy it's an instant kill because it's 100% energy right like widow maker is 100% right right now her ultimate attack is where it gets interesting you get the same railgun the railgun charges not only just charges faster you have multiple shots of that it goes through enemies oh. so you can line up five people behind the shield and you can kill them wow in like one straight shot and 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 does uh, and you have two sh- and you have effectively two to three shots if you time them right and and does the bullet go through shields yeah without, it goes without, through without damage uh, i haven't tested it fully because here's the thing though they have removed shields effectively from the game like only one tank only two tanks have shields now Reinhardt does Reinhardt like... no Reinhardt and Sigma okay wait wasn't but wasn't there I'm going to go to the tanks in a, in a or, yeah Oreo so I'm going to go to the tanks in a second yeah sorry wasn't there a hero named Oreo or something Walter had a shield Ryan oh uh, Brigitta you mean oh I, I don't remember the name Brigitta the healer the healer has a shield okay. so yeah, even she she's like, uh, yeah. so basically um in terms of actual reworks Mercy has lot more mobility now as well so if you're a mercy main and if people are mercy mains and listening to this podcast you guys are in luck you're effectively unkillable because you can fly around quickly uh, now mercy uh, was such such a pain in the ass to kill 
Yeah, and it's now it's even more difficult now because you are now doing a lot more work as a healer here because you you have to like really yeah, work as a team. Really this game forces you to work as a team now. It's changed. You can't oh, like no. solo out. In fact, while streaming, a Genji got so angry. He's like, "Oh, the heals are bad and this and that." I'm like, "Listen, man, go to Fortnite, Fortnite no build, and just relax, man. This is a beta. Don't get tilted so easily. The tilting's still there. That's been ported over from version one to version two. Oh, that's nice. Uh, so it's like so that's we never left a different game. So, other changes are Sombra has been buffed to the point that she can take down a tank with no problems at all, on a fully loaded clip. If you headshot a, bo- a tank. She can destroy people. Like she's a dangerous character now. Bastion. Oh yeah, Bastion. <laughs> Bastion, Bastion has fundamentally changed now. Bastion now is a flanking hero type character. Oh. He can deploy into turret mode, but he can also move around. But he can only do that for ten seconds. Okay. I he see. can't self heal. He yeah. can lob a grenade instead of self healing, and that grenade is still powerful as well. Like it works similarly to McCree. Well, Cassidy, my bad. <laughs> I have to keep referring to Ms. Cassidy now. What's up? What's happening? So he does the same, but Bastion is also a very powerful character as well. So those are the two changes, and then so John. Now tanks. Uh, Winston has something called ball lightning that he can charge up his lightning gun, and basically you can take out like the squishies. Mm. Uh, Reinhardt has two fire strikes. Wow. Okay. Back to back fire strikes, and then yeah. there's a cooldown between the two. Orissa, Orissa <laughs> has fundamentally changed. Orissa, that's the one I was thinking of. Orissa yeah, has doesn't have a shield anymore. Instead, she throws a javelin, which basically pushes the person across the map. Oh, if you get if you get hit with it. I liked Orissa's shield. Personally. And uh, yeah, but I trust me, trust me, Arun. When I say this, I was playing it. Uh, her second ability is basically she doesn't have the grav gun thing where she can suck people in. She basically uh, the javelin is one thing as well, and the second is the fortify as well. She waves the javelin like a rotating helicopter style animation, <laughs> and whatever projectiles come is just deflected automatically. So that means you can eat anyone's ult, except like not the AOE ults. Like you can eat Farah's ult. You can eat soldiers, um, so it's, like it's, anything with pro- anything projectile, projectile like based. Yeah, anything projectile based as an ultimate attack can be remote, out of the game when this is in play. And not to mention, she gets a speed boost when she's in that, and she can push people away. Wow. Okay. Okay. While at the same time hitting people, so it's like a va- you're flailing a, a stick and you're fl- going at full speed. She's become Okoye from Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, now her final attack. Her final attack is no longer the bongo drums that everyone's talking about. Um, she basically has an attack called Terra Surge, which more or less you can when you you can when you activate it, you can actually cause a massive earthquake and suck people to you, or you can like heal people around you. And one of the, one or two effects happens, so it fortifies the health of people around you. At the same time. It does that. However, it has to charge to one hundred percent to be fully effective. Now, you can trigger that early if people are low health and you know that you can kill them in one shot. You can trigger it within a small one two seconds of activating it. However, if you wait for the entire three seconds, you can eliminate the entire team. Wow! In one hit. Nice. And I did that. I I, I think uh, someone 
at the same time, you keep, you know, other play, there are other plays as well. Like, uh, you can kill off things, and I'll put that clip up on Twitter at some point. And that was amazing because you can flank from behind, activate that. Nobody can do anything to stop you. They can try to kill you. If they kill you, then yeah, if you don't activate it early. But if you trigger that, and then that's it. Like that, that's how it works. Now, that's one of the major changes as well. And because of this, Overwatch Two has become a fun, free-flowing, fast-paced game. There's no more double shield. Blizzard have re- identified that the devs have identified where people are getting like you know hiccups and what is the word? Yes, they're getting stalled. Mm. Like they're not they're going back to the same spot again and again and again and dying because they can't do enough damage and stuff like that. Not no point now can Genji go and ult and take like five people out. He can take maybe two or three at best. Yeah. What about what but about like a, the maps and game modes? Yeah, that's my next thing. And this is the final part of what I'm talking about Overwatch 2. We don't have a lot of maps in the beta mode. There are a few. Uh one's in Canada, one's in New York, and there's a new mode as well called push, which means push is basically uh payload but instead of a payload you have something called a, ba- like a barrier you have a robot pushing barriers across two different directions in opposite directions and the idea is like whoever has the most distance traveled from point a to point b wins that round so it's just one robot pushing two different barriers but you have to like have a majority control of that robot so hmm, okay. they've removed two cp there's no more two cp maps which is control points so assault is gone completely but the map design has become such a thing where that it's more open it's you can flare opportunities to flank you can cut across the map you don't have to go the entire distance if you have, respawn late have the whole maps been tweaked in a way slightly yeah like there's better ambient lighting like some of the maps now have a daylight daytime setting and uh, i haven't fully explored like some of the older maps because it's again random right we, we don't mm. get to pick what map to play um when it comes to versus and stuff like that. So not a lot has been revealed in this game. However, one thing I want to highlight finally about this and what really, really sold it for me today. Um, Overwatch 2's audio design, fantastic. Okay. Like, even if you shoot and the bullet falls on the staircase, you can hear the distance of the sta- bullet going away oh, from near and nice. far. Nice. Some of the sounds are so punchy. Like, uh, the pew-pews anything, are better? The pew pews are better. Like even like uh, our mutual friend Vince, who normally doesn't like Overwatch, and he derides it to the point that he calls it generic dude shooter. He actually said like, "Hey man, th- this game sounds nice. Like every weapon sounds so different." Nice. And that's that's and, that's something I had a problem with with the yeah. first game, where the sound design was fine, where it wasn't very specially. Uh, rounded, you know, where you could yeah. hear where things are going on, you know. So I, I'm, I'm very, very happy to know that they have changed. Absolutely. The, so what you design in that way. Not just that. Like even the individual guns, when you're using Videomaker's um, sniper rifle, it's the uh, 50 cal sniper sniper rifle. Ash has a pump action. Uh, Ash has uh, sorry, not Ash. Sorry, uh, Anna has a dart gun. So when you fire the dart, you can hear like the suction of air go off. So minor details like this really sell on how the game's game sounds. And honestly, I really think that I know this game's not coming out anytime soon, but I really do hope that they stick to their plan and they continue like this because it's balanced. Yes, the lack of a six player means that some people who have a six stack team will no longer be able to play. But I feel like this is something they should have done from the very beginning. 
and even the UI is a lot more cleaner. It's not too much to look at. There's no like there isn't still a sensory overload when you have multiple people doing things in the same spot. But um, I did appreciate the cartoony aesthetics of Overwatch One, and I do hope they find a middle ground between the two. Make it clean, but also make it like unique looking. And you, a lot of people who are going to be playing this now will obviously make the obvious comparisons to Valorant because that's what they've done. Okay. They've taken some of the good things about Valorant. The ping system, for example, is there in this one as well. So you can I ping mean, an enemy. That's the you can good thing from Apex Legends. There you go. Apex Legends is the one. I think Apex was the first one to really first pull this, do this, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah, full credit to them for doing this. So yeah, it's a very tight, balanced shooter for now. We'll see how it works because right now there's a lot of balance changes needed. Do, and do you think when it comes out that will reach the heights of Overwatch ones? Uh, hard to say because bec- let let's look at this. Every game has had its time in the sun. Overwatch one was released with much fanfare, and there was very little to do in terms of roadmap, and people got bored. Mm. And then Valorant happened, and then Call of Duty Warzone happened, and then people moved on to other things. So, Overwatch has a lot of work to do to win its fans back. I mean, this is a good start, but I cannot say for sure whether people will jump back into this game because and, um, and this is not free to play, right? You got to still have to pay for it. It's not free to play. So here's the thing: like, I don't know how they're going to roll this out. I mean, Overwatch Two is supposed to have a huge single-player campaign. Whether or not that's going to happen, we don't know. And how it's going to happen, we don't know. Mm. I mean, if they make cinematics, yeah, I'd be happy to have such a thing like that in that game. Like, at the same time, they still have a lot of controversy. Overwatch 2's uh, pro scene, <laughs> the competitive Overwatch League, doesn't have any sponsors this year. And um, it, this is all because of the controversy that Blizzard has been in the past couple mm. of months. But here's what I think will happen. Overwatch 2's design will be ported over to Overwatch 1 in an update. Uh, all of the other stuff will be there. All your skins will be kept. And only the single player will be like a separate expansion to be bought. Mm. I think and that it, is the plan, right? Yeah, that's what they said. But we don't know what's going to happen. So um, that being said, I think it'll come on Game Pass for free. Mm. But... Multi, but it's cross-platform. It's already cross-platform. Wait, Overwatch Two isn't gonna be free to begin with. No, it's not. Oh. Unless you already bought Overwatch One, I guess. Like the idea is that the multiplayer oh, okay. stuff will be ported over. Because imagine that you have Overwatch One and then go back to Two and then go back to One again, and then yeah. it okay, breaks wait, it breaks your muscle memory. Okay, wait. So if so, if you have Overwatch One, you get the Overwatch Two m- multiplayer for free, like new modes, yeah. new maps, new characters. And, yes, and but you don't get the single player stuff. You don't get the single player stuff. Yeah. Fair enough, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, and will it be uh, will it be updated like Overwatch Two with new content? I'm assuming. Like a, I'm assuming that 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 that's what the obvious course of action should be because. Then you can't have people playing Overwatch One, but then and then what's make the point of Overwatch Two when exactly because to a lot of people this seems like they've updated the UI and they put a new character and they've changed the <laughs> reworked three characters and yeah. that's Overwatch Two. I mean, I'm hoping that that's <clears> not all that they're going to do. There's going to be so much more to it than that, and um, they talk about how Overwatch is supposed to be this Avengers type story. And they say like, yeah, it's just about to happen. But when we're seeing these, <laughs> after many years, 
it stopped happening for me because remember Titanfall? Yeah. When Titanfall had this really killer story that we never got to see because there was no campaign. It was just two teams on a map and things were happening in the background yeah. and then end of the game. But Titanfall 2 changed that mm. with an excellent campaign as well. So I am hoping that's the kind of quality I fully expect for Blizzard to do to justify its 59.99. Oh, 69.99 because we're in 2022. Price tag. And $70? I, I think it's going to be a $70 game if they're going to make it higher definition. I don't think so. I think it'll be like 49 It has um, to be 40 dude. Like, no one's going to Yeah, pay it was 49 $70. last time when it first came out. Yeah, it was $50, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, a lot of work to do for uh, Blizzard here. Yeah, win I'm back not, not going to lie. I'm not going to pay that much for what looks like a seasonal update. <laughs> no, yeah. but you don't have to because you have... Overwatch yeah, one, if right? you have Overwatch 1, I you mean, don't have yeah, to technically do that. If you I didn't have, have Overwatch 1, I probably wouldn't pay that So, much. I think it's going to take at least a year or two more of development because there's still a lot of kinks in the game and there are a lot of things. Also, they probably would have to add Spider-Man to the game for me to be interested. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know. I well, mean, you have Fortnite for that, Jazz, so there's that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Overwatch 2 has a lot of, uh, lot of stuff to do to win back players. Like, there's... Of course, and I've been I've been playing even yeah, even in its current state, I've been playing Overwatch with friends. Yeah. So that that remains to be seen, like and like I've gone through the best and worst of that game, and I've I've met so many friends and made so many memories with that game. I wanted to do well. And not to mention Ubisoft's Project Q. That's going to be like a huge Yeah, and that's also there. Oh, that's like going to be the Overwatch killer, isn't it? I was that's being sarcastic. The, the Overwatch Ubisoft killer is being made by Ubisoft. No, no, I'm and mirroring that sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know what happened to Hyperscape. Nobody, nobody played it. Uh, Hyper what Hyper now? Play, Hyperscape, do you not know this? Oh, no, I, I know this. Uh, that's it's it's, it's, it's like you were being facetious, right? My bad. So, uh, <laughs> speaking of... Uh, things that Blizzard have done to win back <laughs> Diablo Immortal is finally coming to PC on an open beta on June 2nd uh, you might remember this game you. you might remember this game as the out of date early April Fool's joke <laughs> <laughs> um, that everyone was expecting a Diablo for uh, it is PC. so nice of Blizzard to finally discover that people do in fact have PCs and not and just phones. mobile phones <laughs> who would have thunk who would have thought? And uh, at the end of the day, Diablo 2 got remastered and Diablo 4 is now re announced and we don't know when that's coming out. But it's been, this was all, this all happened in 2019, right? So uh, June 2nd, Diablo Immortal finally comes to PC. There will be cross-platform as well. And um, but it's, yeah. Here's the thing about Diablo Immortal, right? It is yeah. built from the ground up to be a mobile game. Now, Correct. now even if it's free to play on PC, it's going to be a microtransaction hell, as all that as all true. mobile games are there. And if that happens, Blizzard is going to get a lot of shit because you can do this stuff for mobile games, but uh, really can you use that for a Diablo game? Yeah, but that's the question not, not to for ask, PC, right? Not for PC, like hardcore PC players who are hardcore Diablo fans, when they launch the game and they see this, oh, you want to buy new skins, you want to buy this, you want to buy this, hey, well, this, 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 this. Because mobile games, when you launch, you get like 15 
advertisements to buy stuff from the game <laughs> and then you get to maybe play the game you know so if you do this on pc to hardcore diablo players who are wanting a new diablo experience man blizzard has has the work cut out for them so yeah, like, that's the know, question though Bob, do Bob hardcore Dia- did it uh, do hardcore diablo players even know other games exist besides you know mm-hmm. diablo so, this part of exile yeah, yeah lost ark <laughs> where lost ark was popular for about 20 minutes <laughs> and, i think out. most people are just going to wait for diablo 4 rather than get yeah. into diablo yeah diablo diablo immortal is free he to play on pc right correct and there's cross play and cross progression mm-hmm. so they want to be like genshin impact but diablo <laughs> 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 Anyway, so that's pretty much the update from uh, Diablo. Now, speaking of, um, I mean, we, we, we were Diablo. talking about we were talking about Ubisoft earlier. How about we jump into that? Because uh, it seems like a lot of people are looking into buying Ubisoft again. Mm. Oh yeah, um, as if as if people were not aware, uh, Elon Musk now owns Twitter. So the hellscape that is twitter will now become a dumpster fire that is reddit <laughs> so we will start to see the two become one <laughs> gelatinous <laughs> trash heap of thoughts and opinions so that's going to be fun but there are people looking to buy ubisoft again and shockingly they are not like it's not like uh, microsoft or sony but this nobody is going microsoft are like you know what it's okay uh, we, yeah, we, we, we've made a yeah. we, we've got out a big acquisition for the year we're good and and microsoft uh like the news came out like microsoft hired someone or is hiring someone so they can they can focus on more a- acquisitions and yet they are still not interested in ubisoft <laughs> <laughs> that is not to say that ubisoft haven't made some good titles over the um years i mean like look 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 at assassin's creed it's already like a multi-billion dollar ip rainbow six one of their best shooters to come out in years. Watch and Dogs, I mean, wow. Watch, I mean, Watch Dogs, eh, it's up for debate. Listen, I'm not going to give I'm not going to give Ubisoft full credit because on my RTX 3070 system, Uno still crashes. So, <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I don't know when this happened. Uh, but they've really dropped the ball on their Hasbro games. To yeah, Ubisoft least. is a far cry from uh, perfect developer <laughs> or publisher i just i just wanted to really use that pun. I, <laughs> I feel like ubisoft is is very confused right now they are chasing trends that have long been died or are dying or and they just you, and it, it, the 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 game that they, they just they just announced the the tom clancy one and then they were like oh it's not tom clancy just some point, the game. they, they were chasing fire Sorry to cut you off, but at some point they were chasing trends that they themselves created. Like yeah. they invented the trends, and then they were chasing after their own trends. Like, yeah. like, let's make NFTs for a game that a lot of people already do not like playing because of the always online component of that yeah. game. Ghost Recon, I'm looking at you, and let's stop development on that game yeah. six months later. Not six months, not even six months. Like, um, they basically went for NFTs and then they started buying their own NFTs. You know, um, you know when Project Q was announced, right? Everyone was like, oh, Q means quads, the U, Ubisoft quads. <laughs> and they had to like, uh, come, 
come out and say that oh this game does not have uh, a, a nfts you know so please yeah please don't you know what <laughs> the gaming community could be a lot of things good and bad but i will fully agree on this and i'm so glad that they are all opinion all their opinions are vocal in this one yeah, argument yeah. that nfts and video games suck yeah they should not be done they should not be done and if they are done again i'm not opposed to new things or new changes i'm not an old person in the sense that oh yeah this should never happen it should be done sustainably it should be done organically if yeah. you have these two down to the wire you're good yeah and you're good with me like i don't care i know microtransactions are here to stay yeah. i know they make a ton of cash for people mm. they, they make billions for of course yeah, yeah more than the start. actual game yeah exactly but I mean, don't don't make it for like a broken property that is that was reviewed badly yeah and uh, speaking of doing things that companies in video games do to piss off people twitch payments have now <laughs> reduced uh, for partners evidently and uh, yeah uh, the, the yeah. you're talking about the bloomberg article right yeah yeah apparently there's potential like again quote unquote potential changes which are coming to the partner system uh, it looks like twitch is advocating more for ads rather than the revenues from subscriptions and other things uh, it seems like they're really really going hard into the ad space it's like they almost want to push as many ads as possible before people just start exiting the platform yeah and it is rough because um, for those of you in the middle east since we are obviously talking about stuff in here yeah. it's become so annoying because i know for the fact that they've gotten a base now for local advertising and they obviously have someone making twitch ads but execution is one thing and implementation is another because i've had the same ad play across multiple streams at the same time and it gets borderline annoying to the point that okay dropkick advertised today i am not even going to like <laughs> i'm recommending people not to buy anything from them <laughs> like i get I, i get so spiteful you know like i don't even look at these ads they're so annoying because especially when you raid someone you don't want to raid into an ad yeah that is it's, the worst that is the worst and that is, and I'm watching if if it's someone from Twitch is listening to this in the in our region I'm sure that this is not how it's done because if it was there's no Twitch in our complain. region buddy there's no one from Twitch in our region what are you talking about you think if there was Amazon someone from Middle Twitch East. in our region we I'm would sure be suffering this much Mi- <laughs> I'm sure there's someone from Amazon Middle East Amazon <laughs> Europe is, Middle East and Asia <laughs> and it sucks though because look I'm all for ads on the platform if they support the streamer I don't I do know that we are using a free service and we're playing video games on stream and you're allowing people to pay 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 us for entertaining you on stream and um this community that we made this platform we made it's all through Twitch and I'm forever grateful for that but the only other objective place that I can think of where people can make content at the same time have the same interaction level is TikTok Mm. Where anyone can pay any amount of money there's no minimum fee for a sub anyone can pay like 50 dirhams or 100 dirhams or whatever and that's it like to, I think TikTok takes a very small percentage of that and then that's some now I wouldn't even believe I'm endorsing TikTok over Twitch but TikTok doesn't have any uh, subs do they they don't So and that's the beauty of it you can follow someone and if you like their content you can give them money there's no compulsion to do it oh he means really? like you can give them money i yes. i think he means paying like you know like paypal venmo or yes. whatever i'm not joking I'm, like you mean like donating directly not like through tiktok oh. okay 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 no through tiktok as well like i think you basically link <laughs> up your payment information oh, okay. and 
you basically the, the money comes to you through tiktok but this is not they take a cut. this is not available like in this region right it's no it is no way i'm not joking i know i know someone who's personally is a tiktok content creator who has made 20000 dirhams a month wow i'm not naming them because obviously privacy and whatever but they have and they have a massive following on tiktok and all they do is the same stuff you see on instagram reels so wow um there is potential for other platforms to grow in this entire mess so um ultimately what's going to happen now with the partnership program in twitch they are looking to harun uh, correct me if i'm wrong they're looking to release them from exclusivity um yeah i think there's someone someone mentioned in the article that they might remove the exclusivity clause which um basically partners won't have to just stream on twitch they can stream on other platforms as well um and i'm not sure why they're doing this exactly or whether they'll even do it because it doesn't make any sense whatsoever yeah unless twitch so, knows so, that's that is dying and it just doesn't want to be this one doesn't doesn't want to have people just leave them immediately you know so so I, i'm not really well versed with twitch and this whole thing so so if you if you want to become a twitch partner you cannot stream anywhere else yeah uh, even as affiliate yeah so basically like oh, if twitch is going to pay you money they have exclusive rights they over your content exclusive. for at least 24 hours so if you stream right. on twitch you can't use the ward from that twitch stream anywhere else for at least 24 hours and oh, for okay. like the more exclusive partners they just can't use that content anywhere okay yeah, something yeah. like that yeah uh, that's one of those things as well and you can you can technically a lot of people do a loophole where they put a phone in and they would go live on Instagram but it's they say it's not the same content yeah but yeah. it's the same circumstance so it's a very gray area here for mm-hmm. that kind of thing but at the end of the day speaking of gray areas you all know what happened to some of the more middle eastern streamers when they try to uh, yeah gray they try to there <laughs> financial information yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah like again these are all things that are up, up for um question about what it means to like be a streamer on the platform and uh which brings us to our next topic as well we have two more to go i know it's a bit of a long stream today but we are basically not giving over much all with credit today <laughs> <laughs> okay sifu <laughs> uh, the game that we we spoke about last uh, a couple of, i think it's been a month and a half now at this point right so yeah um it's basically getting an accessibility mode which means it's getting like an easier mode and like you can uh because a lot of people are modding the game where they put John Wick in it and they put random people in it um which, they're now which allowing they should, you which they should totally yeah and they've it. embraced it uh, uh in in the end of the year uh, when it's coming out they'll have arenas they will have new nice. outfits nice and nice. you can basically have like a sensei outfit as well and um you can have modifiers and you can basically play the game you can record replays and that sort of thing so they're doing all of these things now one particular thing took of interest to me and it was a conversation on gamers lounge today on uh, our local facebook uh, community group for gaming where um the uh, question was is not the point of cfo cfo is a difficult game like dark souls putting an easy mode destroys the fact of the game which i highly disagree with oh yeah. that old argument again i am right, so right. tired of people bring that up it's like we are oh we are 
deregulating the difficulty of video games we are uh, we are eliminating the sanctity that is the video game <laughs> difficulty by introducing like a mode where other people can enjoy the game as much as you do it doesn't make any sense to me see 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 if the game game became easy across all the di- difficulty modes then i understand but yeah. if the original difficulty mode is still there and they are introducing an easier one for for those who have not played the game because it's so hard then what's the harm i mean a, you can still play the game how it's meant to be played and those new players who want to play the game in a much more relaxing yeah yeah i mean can play. we've addressed this before with the whole elden ring using trainers and stuff like yeah. that that's fine but from a more serious standpoint accessibility means that people who normally can't yeah. who can't play normally yeah and they're physically not able to yeah and if this allows That's them to enjoy important. a story in the best way possible uh i am all for it and yeah, nobody should be able to gatekeep the sanctity of a video game yeah. which is nuts and um <laughs> i you've enjoyed the game why should you have been in a mindset that no everyone else should suffer because i did yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's and, not the true experience right and i wish from software also kind of hears this and makes their games much more accessible because right no, now no they won't because they don't no. they don't they don't care they don't care they but don't they, have, they they need to start doing it just for listen man as the namesake they have dark souls <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with with that with that zinger on that note and on that bombshell uh thank you very much for today's episode <laughs> it's been uh, fun it's, it's been a, it's been a nice month for video games um, i guess yeah it's been a good month uh, there's lots more happening next month uh we will be taking a bit of a break for eve uh eve mubarak to everybody who's yes. observing it Heck yeah. and uh, uh we'll be off for the next week so we won't be recording this episode although we should be able to we don't know yet but we will we will obviously update you as and when that happens you will know that when you see an episode up on your that that's usually how it goes channel. just if you see an episode and up that's mean that means we've done a podcast yeah for our more international audience which we do have now now that I've been told cuz some of us actually have reached out from South Africa and the US who are listening in we were on Amazon Music we got greenlit which was a very surprising thing to find thank, out thank and you, um, if you want to che- Alexa play the leftover do podcast <laughs> we'll finally do that now for you and uh, we hope to grow we hope to entertain you guys even further with hijinks uh, thank you very much for tuning in to today's episode and uh, hopefully we will see you for the next one until then take care be safe and happy gaming goodbye guys yeah w- what he said goodbye guys <laughs>